This is the Coaching for Pastors podcast, episode 103. Hello, Pastor. It is good to be with you today. My name is Jeff Cady. I'm the pastor of the Community Heights Alliance Church in Newton, Iowa. It's a great church, a great place to be for me these days, and I just so appreciate it. I appreciate my leadership those who serve, and just the opportunities we have to reach people in the community. And as I was sitting at my desk earlier today, I looked down and I saw the book by Simon Sinek called Start With Why. And as I began to think about the Coaching for Pastors episode for Tuesday, July 12th, I thought about that phrase, Start With Why. And I thought, as we talk about leadership so often on Tuesdays, the why is really so important. And I'm almost tired of hearing that. It's like, that's the refrain of every teacher, every online course, every Bible study. It just seems like, you know, we've got to start with our why. When we, when we know our why, who was it that said, when we remember our why, we don't lose our way? And I'm kind of tired of hearing about it. But as I looked down at that book and I saw the start with why, and I thought about us as pastors, and I thought, yeah. Yeah, I, I start with why when I think of ministry. I Why? Why? Because, because of the home I grew up in, because of the experience that I had as a kid with believers and with church people. Just as importantly, the experience that my parents and my siblings did not have with the church. That's my why. That's the reason why I do the kind of ministry that I do, and I lead the way I lead, and I think I pastor the way I pastor because because of those who put into my life, they weren't like outstanding, famous, well-known preachers or teachers. Those people, I like to think they're, they're just like me. They're just people. They were just pastors. They were Sunday school teachers. They were elders or deacons. They were small group leaders. They were greeters. They were nursery workers and kids ministry volunteers. And they they built into my life just one at a time. And at the same time, those same few churches that I was a part of, they did not reach into my family. They did not reach into my dad's life. My dad lived his life apart from the church struggled with alcohol, struggled to keep a job, struggled to be the kind of a man that I know in his heart he always wanted to be. And he struggled and he suffered for many years. And the church really just wasn't there for him. And I think about, you know, how was the church there for me, but it wasn't there for him? And man, isn't that isn't that the $64,000 question, Right. And when I think of start with why, I think about my parents. And when people like my parents show up in my on my radar, I am all over it. When people that look like my family look like, when they show up on my radar, they're the ones that I move toward. They're the ones that I care about. They're the ones that I focus on and I spend time with. Because I want real people, normal people, to find Jesus. I want people who show up at my church to find a church that that is normal, that is caring, that is loving, people that care about other people, people that 
are willing to reach out and say hello and to be a friend and to make a friend, people that are willing to help and to encourage and to come alongside others, people that don't look down their nose at somebody who has less than or is different from them, people that would actually care about somebody like my dad. I tell you what, it breaks my heart when I think about it today that there was not one man in any of the churches that I attended as a kid and as a young adult, there was not one man in any of those churches who reached out to my dad and befriended him and paid any attention to because I truly believe my dad would have listened. He would have listened to somebody who was a true friend because my, my dad was the real deal. He was caring He was loving, and he was a guy who struggled with his demons. And so we talk about start with why. That's my why. I want to reach real people who are sitting in their living rooms, even as I record this right now. They have never been inside my church. They've perhaps never been touched by a member or a person who's ever been connected to my church. And they need Jesus desperately. They are lost. They're they're wandering in their life. They're in pain. They're struggling. They're striving. They're stressed. They have no idea which way to turn. They're just looking for somebody to come into their life and to be a friend to them and really care and tell them the truth with a capital T. What's the truth? We live in a crazy world right now. What's the truth? You guys, that's my why. I want my church to be like that because the churches I was a part of as a kid were not like that, and my family needed a good church. And that's my why for doing the podcast that I do, to build into pastors, to encourage, if at all, if I can encourage pastors and and inspire them at all to take one step further, one step further, to have a church that's healthy, to create healthy churches in these normal, regular, run-of-the-mill towns all across America. Regular churches in a regular town will do supernatural work. And you, my friend, you, yeah, look in the mirror, you, you're a part of a church like that. You're not a superstar. You're not well-known. You're not famous. You're exactly the person that God wants to use. And he wants to use you and the lives of people in your community that you've never even seen yet. Because God says, I am not willing, it is not my will, that any should perish. Don't you go around telling people that I've already destined some for hell. Because it's a lie. Because God says, I'm not willing that any should perish. That is not my will. And that's why he left us here on the planet. That's why he left us here, to make a difference with the gospel. Pastor, I say this all the time. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I am so glad that you, yes, you are a pastor. Because I believe so much in what you do and that God doesn't call the fit, but he fits the called. And he gives us the work, the good works. He's 
ordained those good works, Ephesians 2.10, for us to do. And he'll do them through you. So thanks for serving. Thanks for loving. Thanks for caring, teaching, reaching. Keep doing it, Pastor. I love you for it. And I'll talk to you tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Pastor.